And they're always asking, how much should I be doing? What should I be posting? How often should I be doing it? And that that right there is the answer. Whatever you can be consistent with. Mm-hmm. There is no right answer. There's no magic formula. Consistency. Talk about like the importance of like utilizing SEO, especially in a recession, like versus like a, a market where everything's doing very well. SEO is something you can do now. You can do it every single day. It's that lifeblood that pumps through your website and your business. So by doing it now and continuing to stay alive, it's going to show everybody that you're still relevant when you do turn your ads back on. So if you're having to pull back right now, that's fine. Pull back on some of the paid advertising, but that SEO piece is something you absolutely cannot stop. It needs to be consistent and regular, even through a recession. I think it's a really fun time to be in marketing. We've definitely been experimenting with a lot of different things and trying new things out. Welcome to the Colorado Springs Business Podcast, where we discuss business principles and provide real-life insight into the lives of everyday business owners and entrepreneurs. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe or leave a review wherever you might be listening. Now, let's talk business. Special day, because I have my business partner on here, Brett Curley from Recon Marketing. We both co-own Recon, and it's good to have you back. You want to kind of go through like maybe some like business updates of like what's happened? I know it's been a lot since like the past year and a half. Yeah, I mean, we've grown a lot. We've definitely changed what we were doing. We've tried to get a little bit more niche with our clientele and just really pick those people that kind of fit our our mantra, what we're doing. And, you know, are a little bit more out there adventures kind of companies that see what we're doing for our current companies. And I think that's just been a great way for us to take off is, you know, showing people what we're capable of more than just creating basic digital ads. You know, we're throwing in the website creation. We're doing more with the SEO and explaining why it's important. We're showing the benefits of new strategies like taking advantage of YouTube shorts. And there's just a lot that we've been able to expand as a company and provide to more people that are willing to take advantage of it. So I think that's kind of changed up the clientele too, is who is ready to take this next step and actually evolve with marketing as opposed to just doing the same old basic thing that they've been doing or that they might be used to already. No, I, that's great points for sure. One of the, my favorite things about you know us growing as a company is seeing you grow um, with managing people. And that's been awesome. I know we have experience in our past at agencies kind of delegating and, and uh, you know, kind of supervising a team. But how has this been a little bit different, say, than, you know, plugging into a system as an as a employee um, and actually being like a business owner and having your own employees, you know? Um, actually, it's pretty um, natural for me. So even before I went to go work at our bigger firm that we were at together, um, I was actually working with a very large email company for about four and a half years. And there I was a manager of you know three different teams on the weekend. And then I moved over to the weekdays, I had my own team. And that was of about you know 12 to 14 people at any given time. So I did a lot of you know management training. They put us through a lot of de-escalation skills. So it's nice to be able to jump back into that role because like you said, we've been kind of in a role of doing the job next to everybody where we're on the front lines with our team, which is fine. I always want that. But lately, as we've grown, we've had the ability to kind of step back into more of that like ownership role and that management role, which has just been great to take back advantage of those things that I've done before, not having to be there every second, but jump in when I'm really needed and work on growing the company. So it's been a very welcomed change. Yeah, most definitely. I think that's the biggest change since last time we were on here. We were just diligently and we still do with some clients um, work um, on accounts, um, but it's been, we've had some great help in the past year and a half. That's been a, 
able for us to be elevated so we can actually just supervise a lot of things and a lot of the oh, moving yeah. parts and focus on our company. And like you were saying before, YouTube Shorts is like one of those things we've been really, really been hammering on. Um, tell some of our viewers about like YouTube Shorts, like first and foremost, what they are and then kind of how we've been utilizing it for our clients and maybe internally as well. Yeah, I mean, it's probably one of my favorite things right now just because of how easy it is to take advantage of. Right now with attention spans, it's like the quickest way to get through to people. The best way that I can describe it is it's the thing that I have been waiting for to keep up with everybody and their like for TikTok. I have never downloaded TikTok. I don't use it, but I do find myself getting addicted to like the reels on Instagram and Facebook. So YouTube Shorts just gives us that same platform to do that, but actually take advantage of it because there's real stats behind it. It's on a actually backed platform and you can boost it. You can take control of it. Whereas... Anything that you do on those like just entertainment platforms and try to build your business on, you don't get to fully take advantage of. You're building a reputation on that platform and that platform only. So what happens when that platform fails? So YouTube Shorts being backed by a platform that's been around forever has that longevity. It's always going to have some value behind it. However that evolves and you know what, whatever comes next, it's on a platform that it can evolve with as opposed to one that could easily be deleted tomorrow. So oh, gosh, yeah, that's so important. And one thing, I mean, you're, you are the, the foremost expert in SEO in our team. Um, and we use again, YouTube shorts for SEO as well. And for a lot of people who might not know a lot of business owners, I, I think they're starting to feel a little bit of a recession, whether or not we're already in one or it's coming is kind of up for debate. Um, but talk about like the importance of like utilizing SEO, especially in a recession, like versus like a, a market where everything's doing very well. We'd like to take a quick break to thank our sponsor, Planet Duck. Let me tell you what, these guys, they've got some powerful equipment. Their fleet of air duct cleaning trucks are equipped with some of the most powerful vacuums you've ever seen. I mean, these whole trucks, the entire truck, is one giant vacuum itself. With their expertise and equipment, they not only get the job done, they get the job done right to maximum efficiency. And you don't wanna be breathing in nasty air from having dirty air ducts or having inefficient airflow. So get your ducts clean with Planet Duct right now. Visit planetduct.com. If you're from Colorado Springs, then you've probably seen our next sponsor driving up and down Academy or at any of their other three locations here in Colorado Springs and in Pueblo. El Super Taco has authentic Mexican food with locally sourced and fresh veggies and meat that is chopped daily. Be sure to check them out next time you're hungry and mention the podcast too. I mean, we don't got a code for you, but definitely mention it. Power Tool Safe has a vision to help fight against theft. They've developed technology to help you keep proper records and are building a community of awareness around stolen goods. Sign up today for a free account and register up to $10,000 in tools and equipment. No credit card required. It's as easy as setting up a Facebook account. Imagine having a team of marketing professionals working for your business, making sure that you get the awareness and sales that you deserve. Well, that's exactly what you get with Recon Marketing. With up to 35 plus years in experience and 10 million plus in managed budgets, they know exactly what it takes to put you on the radar. And our final sponsor is my company, Veeman Visuals. We produce videos with passion and strong meat. Our goal is to innovate and push the boundaries of what's possible when it comes to creating powerful visuals that drive results, whether that be in business or in life. We have the production power to produce any kind of visuals you want, from documentaries to YouTube videos to social media content, commercials that are designed for television, 3D animations, and so much more. Oh, 100%. And I definitely feel like there are some people that say that we are absolutely in a recession at this point. I think we just as business owners have kind of 
been able to fight through it. We're pushing through because we're thriving and our clients are thriving. But yeah, we're in a recession. And SEO is really important because during that downtime for business, even if you're seeing drops in sales, that foundation that you build with SEO is still going to be valuable when you turn on your paid ads again. Because this is going to end. I mean, no matter what, that's the whole point is there's ups and downs. It's finding that balance. SEO is something you can do now. You can do it every single day. It's that lifeblood that pumps through your website and your business. So by doing it now and continuing to stay alive, it's going to show everybody that you're still relevant when you do turn your ads back on. So if you're having to pull back right now, that's fine. Pull back on some of the paid advertising if if your business can still survive. But that SEO piece is something you absolutely cannot stop. It needs to be consistent and regular, even through a recession. Oh gosh, yeah, so important. And like one good example I can I have at least with like personal business experiences. I run a tiny house festival, and during COVID, I mean there was no events going on. So what I did is really focus on the SEO and promoting my brand and building out that brand awareness. Like in 2020, so 2021 was such a massive year because of that while everybody was taking their foot off the gas, I was like really pushing it to get as much market share as I possibly could, make us like the first top of mind entity out there in brand and like I rep so many reap so much of the benefits from that like so it's so important what you're saying it's so important so I think business owners have to really put that lens on and really understand what you're talking about like if anything this is the time to market even more because of what you're saying and you know a lot of people who have been doing well it's going to take out a lot of the the actors in this market who you know have made success here which is great but a lot of people have made success in a very easy way so it's real this is the time when people it's really going to show perseverance and how bad people really want to have their business uh, take it to that next level. So um, I wanted to break the fourth wall a little bit here because we have a third camera here and I uh, wanted to talk to Andrew about it because he has a lot of great insight, especially on like YouTube shorts and things he's done with the podcast. You want to tell everybody like what we've been doing with the podcast specifically yeah. um, with our posting and, and YouTube shorts? No, I, I love uh, that you did that you threw it back to me right now because I'm literally making one right now uh, <laughs> of you talking about SEO. So I tagged you guys in it and everything. So, well, this is, this is just for a story, but I may make it uh, a reel too as well. Uh, but yeah, so what we're doing with uh, the shorts for the, the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, we're pumping out uh, one a day. I'm wanting to get up the three a day. It's just the quality of shorts that I'm making takes a lot of editing time. So it's like, it's a lot of work to, to do. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we're just, we're, we're putting them out there. The goal is to put out up to three a day because I believe if I would have been doing three a day for the last, uh, for the last year, I, the podcast would be over a hundred thousand subscribers. Like we would be at a different place right now if I would have just stuck to that strategy. Uh, so I believe like in the strategy, it's still good. It's, it's better. It's, it's the, the opportunity has not gone down. It's only increased with YouTube shorts is just going, it's, it's not reached its peak yet. I don't think so. So yeah, I think it's a, it's a great idea, a great strategy to, uh, to really focus in on that because the, the organic reach that you get from it, like every short we're posting gets, like anywhere from 500 to a thousand, uh, uh, views average, you know, just like, like on that. And then like, as it grows, as we start putting more and more out there, we're going to find ones that really hit. And then we're going to repost those ones. There's strategy. There's lots of strategies you can do on that. (laughs) It's a fun time for marketing. And then you do specifically what you're really good at. And what a lot of people have actually asked our podcast on our personal uh, pages, like the captioning Mm -hmm. and why that's important. Cause obviously, I mean, talk about mobile, this is going to be a mobile view of vertical video. Yeah. So tell people like a little bit more about like the importance of obviously of having captions on those videos as well. And not just any captions, like for, for this, uh, story that I'm making real quick. I use the auto caption. Uh, that works, but I mean, I think it's important uh, when you do the captions at the at the level that I'm doing. Even if it's 
not noticeable or even if it doesn't like directly show you like results and views uh it shows that you care it shows like the the value that you're putting into it It shows not the value but it shows the quality i think there's there's a certain feeling around that type of quality because it's not just captions it's it's animating when the word is being highlighted that's being spoken it's also adding like emojis that are animated like they're moving they're interactive like uh you know they they Keep your attention. That's kind of, I think that's the most important part about captions like that is that they keep your attention. Well, I think you brought up two really good points there too. And that's awesome because it, it's also about accessibility. I think that's a big thing. Like this whole, you know, changing time right now that we're in is just making sure that, you know, that new technology is accessible to everybody. What about the people that can't hear it? Like mm-hmm. that, that is huge. 100%. I mean, this, this gives accessibility to everybody. So sure, you've got the people that don't have an attention span that don't want to turn their sound on, which is most people that are scrolling through. Mm-hmm. But then the people that you know need it—that's mm-hmm. that's also like we're making this content more accessible to everybody. Yeah, which so we forget about all the. I mean, I it's when you don't have a disability, it's often easy to forget that that disability exists. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Whether I mean, I don't mean to sound callous at all. I mean, I think that's just how it is. You know. <laughs> oh yeah. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're not experiencing it, you don't, you that don't is, know what's going That on. is a beautiful part about it, though, for sure. Like, that, I think it d- does help with uh, uh, people who wouldn't be able to. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think another really cool thing you brought up was the fact that you have set a goal. Like, I'm going to do three a day. Mm-hmm. And I get so many times I get questions from our clients or potential clients. And they're always asking, like, how much should I be doing? What should I be posting? Like, how often should I be doing it? And that that right there is the answer. Whatever you can be consistent with. Mm-hmm. There is no right answer. There's no magic formula. Consistency mm-hmm. is the key to building your relevance on any search engine. So if you can, like, naturally only make one a week, then that's your goal. Set that goal for yourself. Hey, I'm going to make sure that I've got one every week. If you have the ability to do three a day mm-hmm. for the rest of your life, do it. Yeah. But you have to set that goal and you need to be consistent with it. And I can't do three a day. I have to hire someone to do three a day. So hundred <laughs> percent. there's that aspect of it too. It's like, if you can't do it, I think if you really believe in the opportunity, like how I believe in it, uh, you will invest, you oh. will spend that money. And that's important. I think that's an important aspect of, about it too. And so I actually am training someone else to help me with to hit that three a day mark. Right now we're doing like one a day. So <laughs> well, I think that's my yeah. favorite part too about how we get clients now is that a lot of what we do, or at least what I do, just when we're out with the community, whether it's with our nonprofit networking groups or the chamber of commerce, or just going to different local events like ribbon cuttings, I'm finding myself consulting more. Like I'm not trying to sell our services. Mm -hmm. What I essentially do is like, Hey, this is what you need to be doing. Here's some tools you can use. Like I'm giving people free advice. Mm -hmm. This is how you can better your business. Mm -hmm. Do this. You need to stay consistent with it when you can't do it anymore. And you realize it's too much then go ahead and give yeah. me a call. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I'm doing. I'm positioning ourselves as like, hey, I want to help you. I'm going to tell you what to do. If you've got the time to do it, more power to you. I don't need to take your money necessarily. But when it does become too much, that's that's where we come in as a business. That's what I like to do. I want to mm-hmm. position ourselves as a, a helping hand and you know a thought leader on everything that we do. Yeah. And then if you need our services, like 100%, we're there for you. And we're a strategic partnership right here, uh, Recon and Vima Visuals, I, I, would, I would think, because I produce content. That's what I do. You guys do marketing and advertising and stuff like that, correct? So, so explain that a little bit, Marcus. Yeah, I mean, we, we produce content too. So, I mean, more than just most agencies that do ads, that do SEO, like we, we one of the biggest things when we first started this, we had like two other cornerstones. One, we wanted to establish thought leadership, but Brett was talking about. And the other thing was we wanted to produce content. Content. 
Um, and we've gotten a lot better at that because we've partnered with really good businesses like Vehement Visuals and others who have been able to help us. They're the real professionals when it comes down to photography, videography, capturing a vision and like the point of a video. So like that has been something I feel like is a key differentiator that makes us different. And it's like really helped us thrive on both sides of the table, not only for us, but for you guys um, and, and other other vendors that we have, other people that who have contracted in recon, wouldn't you say? Yeah, and I think the biggest thing was we had this like previous, you know, negative thought around content in different firms that we've worked for. It was always so expensive that we didn't want to offer it. Like we knew that there was value in it, but the amount that we were getting quoted or the amount that it would take our team to do it was just so absurdly expensive that we put it out of our minds. And then once we started recon, we started realizing, hey, we can actually do this more affordably. We can have our clients sit down with a couple different outfits for an hour or two and get them content for three months. Now all of a sudden that you know $1,000, $2,000 ticket means a lot more to them because it's not just one single video that they're getting, it's, hey, I'm going to build you out four or five months worth of content. Sit down. This is going to be worth it. We've found a way to juice that true value for the content and not just, you know, try to charge people for some high ticket single video. There's more out there that we can do. Yeah. And that's social media management, which we're talking about the content generation and then like the posting and engaging, like makes us be thought leaders as well. Like we have to be on top of social media. Um, I, I, and you're getting to this too, like previously, like our, our jobs is primarily was focused around like the SEO and probably more so the ads more than anything. So we've been able to really be more full encompassing of what's going on, what's going on with TikTok, what's going on with YouTube. Why are these doing these different things? I think that we talked on the last podcast, me and Andrew, we're, we're talking about like a war for attention between all these different platforms. And I think it's so important like that we realize that cause you know, obviously these are different entities. Some of them are from different countries and YouTube is making really big waves because they're like, wait, we're the second largest search engine in the world, you know, owned by the world's largest search engine. Like we're going to, we're going to get in this game in a really big way and build up a social piece to what we're doing. They already have, right. It's YouTube. YouTubers are the highest paid creators arguably. Right. So I think it's a really fun time to be in marketing. We've definitely been like really experimenting with a lot of different things and trying new things out. And this has been a very fun time for us in our business. And we're at a time where we can do that, where we can actually focus on our business, which is like super, super exciting. But before all that, like what was, what's kind of tied back a little bit and let's talk about Brett Curley. And like, I know we talked about in the last episode, kind of your background and everything like that, but tell us, tell us a little bit more about like your backstory, where you come from. Um, and maybe more so like how you got into marketing in the first place. Yeah. I mean, I think it kind of started from a young age because I, I started working young. So I, I didn't even have a driver's license. I had a friend, you know, down the street that, you know, drove me to my first, you know, sales job. And that didn't last too long. It was just one of those, you know, holiday seasons, but I wanted to be working. So I think I was like 15 at the time. And, you know, I was just doing sales. But my first real job when I actually got into actually being an adult, I guess, you know, contributing to society was essentially a call center slash software company. So I was still in high school at the time. I was actually a junior when I was working and pretty much working full time. I mean, I went to school my senior year. I was only there for like half the day in the morning and then I went to work. So I was making money and it was really easy at that time to you know, show that initiative and work your way up if you wanted to. You could, you know, there were some people that just kind of went there day to day, but I ended up managing a team that had degrees. I mean, there was people that, you know, had full on, you know, doctorates and, you know, engineering degrees. And I was 
17, 18 at the time, managing these people, you know, working with them directly. And that kind of got me into the the tech side, like, you know, working with computers on a regular basis, working with communications, um, building out the software on the back end for the, the platform that we used. And from there, that's what landed me after about three and a half years of working there into my first marketing role, because I found a way to take all that digital software that I've been using CRMs and how they worked because we helped with the creation of a CRM at that company. And the new company that I was applying for actually was using that CRM. So it gave me kind of a little foot in the door. And what they did was primarily email marketing. So that's what really got me into, I guess, the marketing genres, you know, starting with the email side and, you know, all the rules and how to reach your customer. And then they started expanding too. They were doing website builds. They were, you know, handling the social media. And that, as that firm just expanded, it really just opened my mind to what you could do with marketing. And this was cool. Like this was evolving. And I think the biggest thing that my dad always told me was like, don't get into a job that's not going to evolve with time. And marketing was one of those things for me. So I stuck with it. You know, I started helping out some small businesses around town and doing marketing for them in a full capacity. And then I found the firm that we were most recently at. So we were there for, I was there for a little over two years and that just blew my mind. Like I thought I had expanded so much in marketing, but then when I found a full on digital firm, that's what blew me out of the water. Like I'm getting to work with Google. I'm getting to work with Facebook. I'm getting to learn some like amazing techniques. And at the time when we started there, it was, you had to do all of it. Now I think it's, you know, evolved a little bit where they've got it a little bit more, you know, segmented into teams. But when you and I were doing it, Marcus, it was like, we had to handle everything. So trial by fire. Yes. But if you were willing to take that in and just sponge all of that knowledge, there were so many cool things that you could do. And that's what just made me want to stick with this is there's so much that I can do for people using this, what I'm good at, what I like talking about. Like I still enjoy talking about it. There's a honeymoon phase that you feel would go away with most jobs that never went away with marketing for me. Like I enjoy this. I like learning the new techniques. It's, it's changing. It evolves. So. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny cause I think we have a very similar way of how we approach people. Like I, I've always loved to help people. And I think that, you know, our first year and a half in recon was based off of our character and who we were like all of our clients came from our names. And I think more so like mine came from just my name in in general, just being a helpful person and maybe an entrepreneur in the community. I think yours more so than anything was based off of not only your character and like who you are as a person, but like your abilities as a marketer. Because when you first started at Madwire, I'll remember this, um, we only worked, and I know I, m- I mentioned Madwire, that's fine, by the way. <laughs> um, but you, I was only there for, I think, three or four months. Um, and when you were there, like our, our overlap, I was kind of on my way out when you were on your way in. And you like were making sparks right away. And I'll never forget that. Um, you um, obviously knew what you were doing. You obviously had a passion for what you were doing. And people were picking up on it right away before you like before you're even out of training people knew you're going to be a good marketer in fact when i left i ended up giving you a good portion of my book of clients because i trusted you out of everybody on our team to take up take it take them on and do a very good job so you can see like how much passion that you had for for this industry how much it really uh, is instilled in like what you love and the one thing that is like even a notch above that now is seeing you as a business owner like you can tell like this this company recon this this is brett curley like talk to everybody a little bit about like your family and like how they adopt recon because one thing that we've always wanted to do too is like make this a very family 
driven atmosphere for both of us, right? I have a big, very big support system with my family, with the things that I do. You've seen it from the festival. You do too. So tell us a little bit more about that. I think it's funny too that you brought that up because uh, Abel, my wife and I were just talking about this too, because we're getting the site updated because she's been a big part of this. Like she's been there since the beginning, you know, she's probably employee number three at this point if we really thought about it. Right. But um, yeah, I mean, the family piece is really important. My son's adopted it. And, you know, when he goes to school and talks about it and people ask what you want to do for a living, it's either something normal that you'd expect from a seven-year-old, like I want to be a firefighter, I want to be a cop, or I'm going to go work at recon with my dad. Like I'm going to go be part of the business. Like he has a recon hat. He's got a nice recon shirt. You know, he's always wanting to rep it. When we go out, he's always like, oh, I need to wear my recon hat, like, you know, family business. And it was the same thing with Belle. I mean, she always wants to help represent that. We'll be eating out at a restaurant and we'll notice like, hey, these people could really use our help. And we'll do that, you know, free consulting thing. We'll just be like, hey, you guys could use this. This is what you guys should work on. If you need some help with it, you know, here's my card. And Bell's always the first one to come up and like introduce herself and talk about recon. So it's definitely a family business for us, 100%. And I think that's important to note because it's not just, you know, where they're wanting to be a part of the business because it's owned by the family. They're wanting to be a part of the business because the marketing is in all of our blood. Like we actually like doing that too. It's not just like, oh, hey, my dad has a you know job at this big business. you know That seems like an easy way in. No, they want to be a part of it. So it's different from, I think there's that um, standard of family-owned business and you're just doing it. It's like, my dad was a locksmith. My you know grandpa was a locksmith, so I have to be a locksmith. That's not how it is with our family. Like They like this too. They're interested in the way that it works. So it's a little bit of a, a different vibe for, for our family, I think. Yeah. And I think, you know, harking back to Madwire, like, I think we learned a lot from that. Like you were talking about, we learned so much. It's like, if you thought you had, you know, a, a bachelor in, in marketing, then you come out with that thing with a PhD in marketing. Right. But it's not only that, like we learned so much from like the culture there too. Right. Like everybody wanted to work there. Oh, the yeah. branding, the hats, the clothing, the things that they did together, all the extracurricular like events and like programs they brought in and like the family atmosphere that we bought into when we were, you know, going to work there. And I think we, we see that and we want that, like, we understand what makes a good marketing company, what makes a really good business. And that's like so mission critical for there to have a family atmosphere or for something for people to really want to be a part of, you know? Yeah. And it's so, spe- I think we've done a good job at that. And like, I'm proud of us for doing that, you know, the way that we have, but like you said before, like it has to have other perspectives. Like without Bell, we would definitely not be where we're at today as far as that female touch and that like more nurturing touch of like what we really need to be getting done. Here's the things we need to hold our, hold each other accountable for. And I've really appreciated that. And again, like that overlaps to everything. Like you had a, a recent uh, adoption that happened and like, it was cool because like half our team was on that call. Oh that, yeah. That like, talk a little bit about that. That was, just, that was awesome, man. Yeah. That, I mean, that was really cool. The judge didn't even have any questions really at that point like she saw all these people joining in and it's like oh that that that's our company that's my business partner that's you know that's somebody who works with us this is you know family this is family from the other side i mean it was just everybody it was just so apparent that there's you know that true culture and we always joke about it like you know the whole you know different cultures that we've been in in the past you know the whole drink and the kool-aid concept but at some point you have to realize that that's important you want to be a part of that. Like that wasn't a bad thing in my mind that we got so involved in past cultures that we wanted to be a part of it. We wanted to be there for those people because they were part of our family. Like I, I will never regret any of that time because we took that away and we wanted to keep that going with what we're doing. And we want, you know, everybody involved with recon to be a part of it and show up to those events and be there for people just because 
they're part of their family. So that's so true. If you, if, if we had one thing that you want to accomplish with recon, say we, you know, we, this thing ends in five years. Like what was the one thing that you would want to walk away from recon accomplishing as a business owner? I guess just being remembered as a positive, like force, like helpful, even like, I think we've, I hate using the word like as I'm talking, but um, (laughs) as we've talked about this before, I don't ever want a client or anybody that we work with to leave with a negative opinion of us. Even if they decide they can't use our services anymore or it's not right for them, I want them to leave knowing that, hey, we did everything we could. If there's ever anything that we can do for you, please reach out again. And And we've seen it. I mean, we've had clients come back. Right. But I don't want there ever to be a negative opinion of recon. That's the biggest thing that I want to leave with it, whether I'm a part of it for the rest of my life, which I'm okay with, or for some reason I'm not. I want there always to be that positive image behind recon and what they're doing for people that we are truly trying to help these businesses, not just, you know, take their money. We want to help them grow. Gosh, that's such a good point. And one thing that was another thing that we want from the getting is a smaller book of clients, but again, a higher level of service. So we're able to, you know, grow the way that we want to grow. But I think that's been able to have us have that undivided attention for our clients. Right. And we're able to have like that true wake up at 3am text a client like, Hey, I just had a dream about this. Maybe we should integrate this into our marketing. I just thought about this, you know, this or that. That's so important because we've been at places um, that it's a large book of clients. It's really hard to have that undivided attention to every single one of the clients, right? So we don't have to really play that game. And that's been like probably the most, out of everything, that's been one of the most fulfilling things is like being able to really dive into the marketing, you know, with a a select group of clients that we actually want to work with. Yeah, I think that's always what excited me too is because in my head, I'd build out these really cool marketing strategies and plans for clients and I'd be ready to go. And then all of a sudden you get another client and then you get another client and then you get another one. It's like, okay, I'm spreading too thin. Like, okay, what's the, what's the surface level stuff that I can get done for these people? Like I at least need them to succeed. But now we can really dive in and learn this new stuff, like the micro content for like YouTube shorts and all that. That's something that back in the day, if, you know, having 40, 50 plus clients, you know, just dedicated to me that I'm responsible for, I can only do so much. I can't break those barriers and try new things and really develop their whole strategy. I can say I can all day long, but you're going to run out hours in the day. So mm-hmm. being able to do that now has just made me really happy because it's what I've been wanting to do. And now we can actually do it. So true. And it shows through with everything that we do. You talked about um, how we support a lot of nonprofits in the community. Tell, tell us a little bit about like the nonprofit that we support in Northern Colorado. I think it's an awesome story and mission that like makes us very convicted and why, why we're a member of that uh, nonprofit and why we support it so greatly. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I switched my, my pin today onto my other hat. So Realities for Children is a, a big one that we support because they help uh, abused and neglected children in the system that um, in any way that they possibly can. Like they're a pillar to especially northern Colorado and they're Colorado based. But um, anytime there's, you know, a kid in need, you know, needs a bed, needs somewhere to stay, they're doing everything they possibly can, you know, with emergency resources, just to make sure that there's no kid left behind in any way. And I mean, just some of the events that they put on to, to raise money for, you know, these children, I mean, it's huge. Gosh, we love that. And then here in Southern Colorado, we sponsor, um, we're actually on the board of the ones here in Southern Colorado for, um, it's called Mattersville, which is a tiny house community for veterans suffering from PTSD. It's up in Sedalia, Colorado. It's also a wolf sanctuary because wolves, wolf dogs uh, 
are very therapeutic. They're therapy animals, um, especially taking care of them and managing them. Um, and that's been one of the more beautiful things because I have a personal story that relates to that as well that we've talked about on podcast, the past couple of podcasts. And then we've recently helped support a friend of ours who helped with my tiny house festival, Scorched Earth Haunted Farm. And they're out in Falcon, Colorado. It's an outdoor um, haunted farm, again, only during the Halloween season and, and tail end of September. And that's been fun because like they donate their proceeds to like the surrounding nonprofits. It's almost like a big hub for like the Springs Rescue Mission and like a lot of the, uh, the um, firefighters out there as well. It's, it's awesome. And I think like that sense of community in us and like what really drives us has really made um, it's really shown through in our success really early on. Um, we're about six months away from hitting our third birthday as recon. And it's been a blast, man. It's been a blast working with you. Um, before we uh, wrap this up, is there anything else you want to get out there? No, I mean, I love all the, all every business that we support, both nonprofit and, you know, for-profit is awesome. Drew and everybody down there at Mattersville. I love working with them. It's always great to see them and the wolf dogs. So I think that's a big proponent to, everything that we do as recon as animals are a huge part of our family too so i know with you and myself i mean that's that's a big thing so anything that these nonprofits do that you know make a difference and that we can help like we absolutely want to be part of that and i'm glad that we have found those resources in that time to be able to support our communities that we're in so true we're deeply rooted guys so yeah, yeah man thanks so much for jumping um, down to colorado springs and coming on the podcast it's Thanks for watching and make sure to subscribe for more awesome episodes with great entrepreneurs.